The Netherlands is the latest country to announce measures to ban devices in classrooms, specifically cell phones. Now, cell phones um, are set to be banned from classrooms to stop them from disrupting learning, according to the Dutch government. The initiative is being introduced in collaboration with schools and and will take effect at the start of uh, next year. The ban is not legally enforceable, but it may become so. Uh, in the future. What's interesting about this is that the other tech is also banned, including tablets and smartwatches, if you can believe that. Various studies have found limiting children's screen time is linked to improving cognition and concentration. Now, the uh, announcement from the Netherlands um, also includes the fact that they'll be reviewing uh, this ban at the end of the 2024-2025 school year to see how well it has worked and whether uh, a legal ban will be needed. Now, the Netherlands announcement uh, follows a similar decision by Finland uh, last week. Its government announced it would change the law to make it easier to restrict the use of cell phones in schools. Other countries, including England and France, have also proposed banning mobile phones to improve learning as well. Now, there's been a lot of talk here in British Columbia whether or not we should be doing the same. Now, generally, a cell phone policy is set by individual schools. And when I was um, an MLA, it's one of the things that we had discussed, certainly in our caucus, and I was pushing for it. I was the main guy pushing for it, actually, uh, because I've seen it with young kids and even my own son, and I think many parents in regards to just dealing with cell phones and, and concentration and making sure that they interact with their fellow uh, students and are listening to teachers as well. Which only mean now to talk a little bit about this phone ban, but broadly, uh, you know, mobile phone use, especially for young children, is Dr. Jillian Roberts. She's a child psychologist, founder of Mind Key Health, and a professor of educational psychology at the University of Victoria. Dr. Roberts, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Um, you know, I look at this as a parent and I go, oh, you know what, I would agree with it. And perhaps I'm in the wrong. I don't know. I don't know if parents all agree with me or not. But as a child psychologist, as a professional, what are your thoughts on something like this? Well, I'm supportive of this measure. Um, there are some situations where I think children need access to devices. But um, overall, I think it's a good policy to put in place in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is that? What, what, what is the concern? Is, is, it, is it about uh, class time? Is it about concentration? What impacts do you think these cell phones are having on our kids? Well, I think they're a big distraction. You know, I think when um, teachers are taking, you know, precious hours to prepare interesting and dynamic lessons for their classroom, um, to have children not be fully engaged um, with that teacher is, um, is really unfortunate and is losing an opportunity um, to grow and learn. Um, and it's also bad manners. It's, it's not really uh, uh, showing children how to behave appropriately in our digital age. A lot of these um, social media sites are built uh, so that we constantly want to go back to uh, back to them. That FOMO thing, fear of mis- missing out. Uh, they're even set up psychologically with their bright colors to attract us back. Uh, everything is happening in real time. Um, in regards to young kids and social media sites, um, what kind of impact is this having on, on their brains, on them at such a, a young age? Well, from, from a very young age, um, it is, I think, isolating children. I think having them be in the basement in their bedroom on a device, not interacting with their family, not playing in the garden with neighbors, um, 
it's it's isolating them. And uh, a challenge that I have is that um, families out there have very different rules and expectations. So at a certain age, um, children who don't have access to de- to devices and families that have allowed access to devices, um, plans to get together on the weekend or to be um, to go to a party or be be at the movies. Those um, plans are being made on social media, and the children without access um, are missing out. So it's we're in this period of transition where I think it's important for all of us to get on the same page and have similar expectations so that we can support our children um, to to meet their own potential. Mm-hmm. What is the right age? Is there a right age for, for when a child should have access to a cell phone? Um, for me, it often is, will that child ever be by themselves in a place that might pose danger? So if a child is having to take a city bus to school, if they're walking home um, for a, a, a longer distance to get from school to home, when it's a, when safety becomes a consideration, that's when a cell phone should be considered. Um, if parents are able to drive their children everywhere and the child never goes uh, uh, by themselves somewhere, mm-hmm. I think it can be delayed. You can, you can delay it, um, I think, until middle school. Um. The the issue of distraction, are you hearing from parents yourself uh, as a child psychologist in regards to uh, the impact it's having on, on children? As you say, it distracts them, it isolates them. Are you hearing that in your own practice? Absolutely. And I would say there's also bullying that is happening on social media, which is something that many of us didn't grow up with. Like many of us, you know, we would be bullied on the playground, but not... 24-7 on our device in our home, we're looking at it in the middle of the night, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another avenue for children to be hurt. And so it's important that we teach our children how to use devices properly and with, with good social etiquette. Things like asking permission from someone before posting a photo, um, not liking or sharing something that is embarrassing of a friend, put up without permission of a friend. Like, we need to start talking about what it means to be a good digital citizen. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you think we've been so hesitant here in B.C. and Canada to get there? I mean, you see the Netherlands, the French, uh, and English have been looking at it. The the Finns uh, have also are following um, the the, the example from the Netherlands. Um, Why are we so hesitant? Why are we so slow here in your mind in British Columbia or in Canada to look at something like this? Well, I think during COVID, things slowed down and... People needed devices to be able to access information, socialize with grandparents, download their homework, right? Like COVID was a period of time where the um, electronic communications became incredibly important. We're coming out of that now, um, and there's an opportunity now for us to think about how we want to shape technology use for the next generation, so I think COVID had something to do with it. I also think that people generally are uncomfortable with um, policies that restrict uh, individual liberties. Um, and so anything that would take away a, a, an in, individual's liberty would be frowned upon. Um, I think that there needs to be a more balanced 
um, approach to, to thinking about what our children need and how we can all do the same thing, all get on the same page, uh, and ensure that we are teaching children to use the devices in a correct way. If we do nothing uh, and leave it as is, um, I mean, I, I don't want to be a pessimist, but I think we, and this is based on absolutely no education or training, just as a layperson, as, as a parent, I think there's going to be an entire generation of kids that we have let down, if not already. But this is just long-term damage it's having on these kids. And I don't think we are... Um, having that conversation as much as we need to be having that conversation. And we certainly on the policy side haven't been acting on it. I just think we are inflicting some long-term damage. And I don't even think we know the repercussions in regards to what we're inflicting yet on these kids. And we're not going to find out for a while. And there is a, a certain sense of, sense of urgency in my mind. Maybe I'm wrong. Your thoughts? No, I think there's urgency too. And I think that the element of isolation, like when you're on a phone, you're isolated. You're not communicating in real time with the people around you. Your phone is so easy to get information, to access um, um, information that it kind of sucks you into a rabbit hole. Um, and when you're young and growing up and needing to learn skills, get out in the fresh air, learn sporting activities, um, make friendships, like all of those foundational things that children do as they're growing up, those can all be harmed and restricted if a child is completely isolated. Um, and too much screen time, too much access to a device has the consequence of isolating the child. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Roberts, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.